Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives, all thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz from today's episode from last night's episode that I watched today uh, Supernatural season 10 episode 22 The Prisoner one episode before we get to the finale my name is Lindsay Wagner I'm here hosting with Katie and Michaela you guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wagner Katie where can they find you on Twitter you can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell that's Katie with three E's Campbell and Michaela where can they find you on Twitter yeah you guys can follow me on Twitter and tweet me at Mickey underscore Phillips Wonderful. And you guys can find AfterBuzz on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube, all things social media, at AfterBuzz TV. Check us out. Hang out with us. Join the conversation by hashtagging ABTV Supernatural. Ladies, thoughts on this crazy episode? It was really good. It was intense. I was actually thrown for a loop a few times because I thought it was going one way and... I had no idea, like, how powerful Dean was actually going to be. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And absolutely, I was, like, there were so many moments where I found myself. I was literally sitting, like, like on the couch, like, <gasps> and then I was, like, I think at one point, like, I slapped myself. Like, I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, Dean, don't do that. But, yeah, absolutely, I was, like, oh, my gosh. For some reason, I thought it was the finale. And I was, like, what? That cannot be how it ends. And then I realized we still got one more episode. One more to leave us hanging with craziness. <laughs> Like they just did. I think, Katie, you described it perfectly. Intense Mm -hmm. was the word today because as I was watching it, I screamed multiple times, too. (laughs) I did not hit myself. (laughs) But I feel like I could have with how crazy everything was in this episode. Just like you said, the twists and the turns. I loved the transitions for, like, how they, how Dean was leaving the Steins and then the Steins were actually breaking into the bunker. Loved that transition. Everything was just... It was a, a top-notch episode in my book. It was really well-executed episode. When you mentioned the breaking through the door, which I know we're going to get to, but I thought that was Dean. I, I was too. like, wait a second, we're in the... I think he did, though. I think he broke through a door in right. mm-hmm. the, I guess, hospital room-ish thing. Supernatural always does that, though. I love the way that they transition into things. It's very smart. 
It is. It is. That's great writing, great camera, great direction. All the crew people that are working on the show mm-hmm. are fantastic, and we always hear how great the actors are, but obviously the crew that's been around for 10 seasons now has to be amazing to be around this long. So we appreciate you guys, too, because you guys work hard. Mm-hmm. Katie, you work for So You Think You Can Dance, too, don't you? Yes. For crew stuff. So yeah. we know how hard you guys work, and we appreciate <laughs> you, too. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this episode. We're in Shreveport, Louisiana, um, Stein Hall. Once again, the Steins have existed for as long as they have. It was established in 1915. We see a nerdy guy. His name is Cyrus. And kids are kind of picking on him um, for being a virgin. And uh, they, I really loved his comeback, Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus's comeback was fantastic. Very and good. I kind of wish that... All the kids that kind of get bullied would be able to be that quick. It's not always that easy to be that quick on your feet when you're getting Mm -hmm. picked on by somebody. But he was just, like, perfectly laid into him intelligently, was able to kind of protect, stand up for himself Mm -hmm. in a mature adult manner where he kind of stood his own ground. Um, But the kid's going to, other kid's going to hurt him. So we see Eli step in and ask if there's a problem. Mm Which you know what I was I had to take me a second to see if it was Eli or Eldon because they look so much alike they it's do. ridiculous they look so much alike and actually I just started watching American Crime and Eldon I for, I meant to look up his name before we came but whoever that actor that plays Eldon is actually one of the um, actors on American Crime so I was really excited to see that he's like kind of jumping into a bunch of other stuff too and I'm, yeah. I'm it's not not from Supernatural I'm sure he's he had a lot of credits on his IMDb but I was really excited I was like oh you were on Supernatural <laughs> and yeah. I just started watching American Crime so <laughs> yay to him but they do look alike they really cast mm-hmm. people that the two those two guys that are playing very cousins as, yeah very family. believable as, as cousins yeah so um, we see Alden uh, ask if there's a problem. Both of them say no. And uh, then we get to see this little kid drinking a slushy, walking. He's obviously being followed. Alden shows up. The guy guy who's with him suffocates him and like puts the bag over his head. I don't know if they're going to kill him. Perfect. I don't know what they're going to do to him. And he ends up being at the Stein's mansion and... Uh, they're going to play a little, a little operation. operation. A little operation <laughs> on him. Uh, These guys are creepy. They are creepy. And we'll, we'll get more into what Dean does to all of them later on. And if there's still going to be people left over. Mm. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to... Um, Kind of setting the scene here, set the scene for Sam and set the scene for Sam and Dean, who are kind of remembering all their moments with Charlie. A really nice montage. Did you guys like think that they did? They paid her a good homage in this short clip. Absolutely, I did. It made me cry. I was like, no, this isn't happening so soon, really. Like, I, I just, I'm really sad losing her character. Although, you know, we never really lose anybody on Supernatural because they could always come back. But we lost her character, and you know. She did such a wonderful thing for them, but at the same time, I'm just really sad. Well, I was reading someone's comment on YouTube, and they were kind of saying, you know, that we were being a little soft on her and a little hard on Dean and Sam for it being their fault. They were kind of saying, Charlie decided to go out and do this. She Mm -hmm. decided to go and, like, 
you know, break her computer and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that she had it coming because they could have sacrificed her life or, you know, like they could have saved her or she, you know, the signs could have decided against. Well, they could have kept her for maybe, I don't know, some other reason, yeah, keep her or, for information like, or use her. Or, yeah, use her, blackmail yeah. them with her. Well, I think it's an excellent point is what that person is saying is because I agree that, okay, we can't blame Dean and Sam. You know, Charlie did make the choices that she mm-hmm. made and she's doing it for them because she loves them. They love her, you know, but she she did it for them. But the whole thing about Dean blaming Sam is making me really upset. Like, I don't want Dean to be that hard on Sam. <laughs> and I think it's getting through Sam's head. And we see later on, you know, the toll it's taking. I think Sam is blaming himself. And I don't think he should at all. Mm-hmm. And we see that when they're burning her body mm-hmm. and Sam starts to apologize. And Dean stops him and says that he didn't need their help. And Sam is worried that Dean's not going to be himself And after the mark. And all he's got is... Dean, so he wants him to be around, and he's like, Charlie's dead, so your shot was worthless. Mm. And, and so Dean is really being hard on him. And the thing that he said was, this should be you, not her. Yeah. And I was like, no. I know. I was like, that's something Dean really, really wouldn't say. Like, when he is going through, like, literally, hell and back for Sam in so many of the past seasons, I was like, where does, like, Dean get off saying that? Like, he wouldn't say that. And that was, right, in that moment, I was kind of like, that's where I thought... Okay, something like he's changing. Yeah. Something's coming out. These emotions are not like in check for who Dean Winchester is. The mark we, is getting to him. We mm-hmm. do see hard parts of Dean, but you're both right um, that this is obviously the mark taking mm-hmm. over to an extent because Dean isn't going to be that hard on Sam when Sam's genuinely trying mm-hmm. to just help his brother and loves and cares about him and is all that he has left. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that, like, yeah, he is doing that, Sam. But at the same time, Sam can't understand why Dean's, like, well, it comes across, like, Sam can't understand, like, why Dean's fighting him on it. He's like, you've done everything for me. And he's mentioned stuff in the past few episodes as well. And he's like, like, I want you to, like, live. I want to find a cure. And it's like, Dean's just obviously, like, no. Nope. But I feel like Sam, I don't know if you guys agree, I feel like Sam's kind of like, why is Dean like that? I mean, I'm sure, like, he understands, like, because Dean doesn't want there to be consequences with the Book of the Damned. But at the same time, I don't know, that's the kind of the vibe I'm feeling from Sam. Katie? I mean, I think, you know, he gets it because something bad could happen with the Mm -hmm. book. But at the end of the day, the Mark is going to take over Dean and he's not going to be Dean anymore. And he wants him as a brother, so... I don't know. I get those consequences and that Dean is thinking of those things that Sam kind of doesn't care about so much because he's more um, important about saving that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, focused on saving Dean. But Dean has done, like, so many things where he's been in the same position having to make hard decisions or choices to save Sam. I just don't know why he would question it that much. Well, Like, I feel like they should work more together. Well, and we obviously... And be like, whatever, sorry, Lindsay, but no. whatever happens, like, we'll deal with it. Like, we'll get through it, bro. You know what I mean? Being more supportive of each other. Yeah. Perhaps. But I think that's why Dean is so, or Sam is so hell-bent mm-hmm. on finding this cure because he's seeing Dean is turning. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting more difficult for him to even be agreeable yeah. with Sam on these things. And we see Dean calling Rudy to find out details on the Stein family. And he goes, doesn't Sam usually do this? So, I mean, they know, like... All the people around Sam and Dean know something's up. I mean, it was last week when we were seeing, you know, Sam having Cass and Charlie help and them being like, 
wait, you're telling us that Dean doesn't know this is going mm-hmm. on. This is not going to end well. So we've got all these different characters and people that are going, wait, why are you two not working together? Right. They're all questioning it, too. Which scared me, too, the fact that he went to go take on the Steins by himself, because I was like, this isn't going to end well, but... That's something that shocked me in this episode, that he could take on things by himself. He can with the help of the Mark, for Mm. sure. He's, like, indestructible in some kind of a sense. He can take on anything as long as he's a killing machine. Exactly. So let's jump back to the Steins. We see Cyrus is playing video games and talking about moving to L.A. and that he doesn't want to be a part of his family. He doesn't feel like he fits in. Mm. Um, Which I think was great foreshadowing, obviously, for later. Um and so then we jump to Eldon and Monroe, and Eldon has lost his arm. He didn't get the book, and uh, but he admits that he found some sort of a stash of magic at the bunker of the Winchesters. And if he can get a group together, they're going to go and make something happen with this. Find out anything. Find anything. out what they can. But Obviously, he needs an arm, which we bring in Eli, who brings in Cyrus, and the uh, punk, we'll call him, (laughs) is on the table, and Monroe tells Cyrus that this is his blood, this is his family, this is his future. So, he has to operate on this kid, and if he does not, Monroe will, but it's going to be far worse. He'll operate on him, and then he'll operate on Cyrus, Mm -hmm. which is really scary. This scene was torture to watch, because I felt like I wanted the kid to run, but where could he run? These Stein people scare me, too, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's he's not going to get anywhere far and be able to hide. I mean, if they can find the Winchesters and get in the bunker, they're not going to stand. I mean, Cyrus isn't going to stand a chance against them, so, I mean, he genuinely has no choice and at least feels the protection then of his family, you know, from this kid. Which made me wonder, too, when he was having such a hard time doing it, I was thinking, okay, did the cousin and the brother, like Eli and Eldon, did they ever have a hard time? You know, is it is it like right. the fact that they have to do it once, maybe twice, three times, a handful of times, and then they're like, okay, this is the way of life. This is mm-hmm. how we live. So, I, you know, I was kind of nervous for this character. I believed him that he didn't want to be a part of the family, but I still was like, oh, my God, but what is it going to be like after he does it? Yeah. Will I, be a change in character. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what that's what we kind of see with Dean later. It was when these things happen. Does it mean that it then takes over them? That they become what their family is. I had such hope for Cyrus. I actually really liked his character. I, I recognize the actor from um, a previous uh, another sci-fi show, Being mm-hmm. Human, which he was also great on. And I was like, actually, really looking forward to having him stick around. I was like, this would be really cool. Maybe like the Winchesters could take him under their wing, and like I don't know, something of storyline and plot could thicken and grow from there. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. You don't get to see that. I was like sort of disappointed about that. I don't know. I just really gravitated toward it. And I liked that they were showing us that he was different from the family and and all of that. So and he doesn't get to stick around. Which I you would think like they would Dean would have been able to relate about. But I, I don't know. But we can. I definitely want to cover that for sure because mm-hmm. I think that that's there's a lot of similar qualities yes. in both of them. <laughs> so all right. So then we get to. Rowena and Cass. And Rowena just can't get over the fact that he's an angel who rejected heaven. It's like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cass finds out from Sam that Charlie is dead. 
and Dean knows. And Cass said he'd be happy to kill Rowena because he just she just called him a fish, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, and Sam admits that he has a tracker on Dean's phone, knows where he is, and as he's looking, locating Dean, he gets an email from Charlie. And it's the email that we saw Charlie send in the last episode that was basically cracking the code. Um, and Rowena admits and says Charlie has cracked the code. She can read the book and cure the mark of Cain. And so... Sam tells Cass, go, keep an eye on Dean, find out what's going on, keep him safe. And Rowena does not agree to crack the code. She'll do it when he keeps his end of the bargain. When he keeps his end of the bargain. So he has to kill Crowley before she's going to help him. Did you ladies think that this was going to happen, that this was going to be the way it played out? Or did you think that she would crack the code and help Sam first? I was a little scared, but I just don't think we're going to lose Crowley. So I was like, okay, you know what? It, he's not going to do it. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to be able to kill him. Well, I agree. Like, I was definitely like, they're not going to kill Crowley off. But at the same time, like, seeing, like, what the hex bag was, ha- like, making happen to him, I was like, okay, but there could be another situation or something else that arises from this, uh, what would you call it, magic um, or potion of hers. So I was kind of like, okay, where is this going to go? And then... uh we kind of see Crowley like overtake it. Yeah, let's. Uh, do we wanna? Do we wanna jump to what happens to Crowley first before yeah, we go sure. back? Okay, let's jump to what happens to Crowley. So he, so Sam obviously wants to save Dean and will do anything to save Dean. So he, uh, Crowley up. is out at a diner. <laughs> I love this part when he's drinking the coffee and having his scrambled eggs. I love this side of Crowley. And I, you know, I believe that there is some kind of a good in him, like, in some way. And I just, I love seeing that part. It's funny that you mentioned that because he even said, like, when he was on the ground um, with Sam in that scene, he was like, I wanted to, like, have a feeling. What was that? Like, he wanted to be able to feel more again? so, So Dean calls Crowley and says he needs help and then sends a text. Before we make him over there, I want to say about the the waiter who was mm-hmm. serving him. He was gonna he was about to make him a deal to sell yeah. his soul, which I thought was interesting. That so Crowley's off getting souls. That's what yep. he's doing. Yep. Is there really good to Crowley? Is there really good to Crowley? I think so. he's spared the boys' lives many times. So I do believe there is good there to Crowley. Is, and is. I do believe we've <laughs> seen a softer side of Crowley in this last season, even past season, previous yeah. season mm-hmm. as well. More than we've seen back. I feel like he's he has become a little bit softer. Yeah. So Crowley shows up to the location in Kansas and is shot immediately. Turns around. He says it's a devil's trout bullet shot by Sam. Yeah, devil's trap. Shot from behind. Whole, I literally was like, I can't believe this just happened. I'm sorry, we're all speechless here. No, I was just, like, waiting to see. At at that point, I was kind of like, okay, is this going to go so totally sour, or is it going to work in his favor? I was like, a bullet's not going to do much, um, depending on what even kind of bullet it is. I was like, that's not going to totally kill him. him. Yeah. This part made me nervous because it really did. It affected Crowley of what happened. And Sam was scaring me because I thought, you know, all right, he's not going to die. I I stood by the fact that Crowley's not going to die. And I thought it was going to be because he's going to say something to Sam and Sam's going to stop it and make everything go away. But that's not what happened. Like, Sam was really 
adamant about saving his brother. He's going to do what it takes. And he thinks Crowley is bad. Now, I'm sitting here saying, I think there's a good side of him. But he I just do. He's completely bad. Well, and I love that Crowley was saying, have you talked to Dean? Does Dean know you're doing this? Mm-hmm. Because I think that was, that was Crowley obviously pleading with him for his life, maybe mm-hmm. questioning how much he really was going to do and go after this. But because he knew that Dean has helped Crowley, Crowley's helped Dean. But then Sam says, Dean is the way he is because of you. Mm-hmm. Which is so, true. Which and- is true. So... Um, he brings out this hex bag, and um, Sam tells Crowley that Rowena said she should have went with the three pigs. <laughs> and the hex bag kind of starts choking him. Which is after he says the word mother. Which is after the word he says mother, So we obvi- which we all knew. It was like the trigger point. <clears throat> and Crowley and Sam, he wants Crowley to die. And he's surprised that Sam is actually working with Rowena. Totally surprised by that. This, and Crowley said he's been making changes in hell. He's he might feel something again <laughs> as he's coughing up blood and venom yeah. or whatever yeah. smoke. It was kind of smoky, fumes. yeah. <laughs> and um, he admits that he's done some messy things. And then he's loved every damn minute of it, and it goes back to Crowley being a total badass. <laughs> See, I just think, like, this is the moment that turned him, and, you know, he's saying, okay, really, I can't make these boys my friends. I feel like he just felt so betrayed by Sam and by his mother, because we were talking before about how he said he sent his little minion to go find Rowena. And I was saying, I think it's because he still cares about if she's okay. You know, he's upset with her right now because she's saying mean mm-hmm. things to him. I still think he cares about her. And you were saying, Lindsay, that you thought uh, he was just going to see what she was plotting, like make sure that she wasn't going to hurt him. And I still in my head think, okay, he still cared about her. But when this happened and his life was at stake right here, he wasn't going to be anymore. I thought that was the moment that he's like, okay, you know what? I don't care about her anymore. And I realized that these people aren't my friends. I can't make them my friends. I am alone here. And I like doing these bad well, things. What was he doing on Earth anyway? Out of hell. <clears throat> because well, he, he came sent, to meet Dean. But he came, but no, he, no he was already in the diner. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're collecting souls. Is that what they were trying well, to tell maybe, us? Maybe that's what they were trying. But to it's say. still like, like a little unusual to find because him. He did send his minion out last week to find Rowena or kill somebody. So he really technically had no reason to be wandering around. Mm-hmm. So it does make me think he is plotting something, or maybe he is checking up on Rowena and wants to just make sure she's okay. Well, after this, there's no way in hell. And we never got to that. find out about more about that kind of little, I guess, like little bit of information that they said to us in that scene last week that uh, Rowena had had a demon lover. So Which I think that's going to shake we things up. We think that was just kind of like a throwaway okay. for the actual name that's on there, but okay. he's trying to kill. Or that they need to kill. Yeah, I think the demon lover, They she started talking about the demon lover, and he said, I don't want to hear about that. Tell me something else. Mm-hmm. You don't think, like, that character, that demon lover, will come into the story? I did initially, and then I think, yeah, I, I think that it's just, it was just a throwaway sure. thing that he was like, yeah, don't, no, no, no. Give yeah, me funny. actual, real information. I don't care about gotcha. that. He didn't want to hear about it. It was a funny yeah. moment because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to hear about his, his mother's mom and somebody yeah. life <laughs> like that. So <laughs> we see Crowley's eyes go red. He removes the bullet throws Sam through, like, a window partition, burn 
brings the hex bag. It's obviously not powerful enough to hurt him. And goes to kill Sam and says he would, but he won't. He's going to allow him to live Mm. and to tell Rowena that he's given her a chance to walk away. And she spat in his face and uh, she won't ever see him again. And he actually called her a ginger whore. (laughs) So harsh words from Crowley. (laughs) Well, I mean, she just tried to kill him. She so. did. She sent someone to kill him. Mm-hmm. She sent someone else to do her dirty work. I feel like I want to see a Crowley and Rowena showdown. Oh, absolutely, and I think we will. I think we'll. I don't think we're going to see it this season, but I think no. we're going to see it next week's mm-hmm. next season. Next season for sure. For sure. Um, any more thoughts on uh, Crowley? Uh, I don't Sam. Think so. Okay, we're obviously glad Crowley spared Sam's life. Oh, I, they spared I, each other's. They spared I each other's. I do life. think <laughs> Crowley will uh, come back to collect a little something from that and use that to his advantage. Percent agree, Michaela. But I think that goes without saying. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, all right, we're back to Dean, who's getting pulled over. He's got a by license by uh, Ashley Williams. Uh, they break his taillights. They arrest him for no reason. Um, he has apparently 17 fake licenses, a trunk filled with weapons, and this police officer's kind of taunting him, and Dean's literally just sitting there, like, not even smug, just, like, confident. It's like, I'm going to be out of here in 30 seconds. And the guy's like, okay. And yeah, so right. he literally, like, pushes the little pencil mug off the desk. It falls over, and he's like, oh, yeah, real mature, dude. And oh, Sam, like, this guy's or, so dense. Yeah, like, like, you seriously? Really? You didn't put that together? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, too, is what was I was scared about was the fact that all these people in this town, the cops, everyone is... Are working for the Steins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They run this whole entire town. It's these, like mafia. Yeah. Mafia <laughs> runs certain places, or, I mean, even in our small town of Plymouth, there's certain families that give a lot of money to the town. So there are families that... Have more control. Essentially run the town, and sometimes those people get more roles in our theater department because just uh, interesting, (laughs) even in small towns, there's stuff like that going on. Well, it made me think, too, at this point, I was still nervous for Dean. Like, even with the mark, I was just really scared. These people are superhuman. out for him. And, yeah. Out to get him. The entire town is, basically has his face on a wanted ad. Mm Mm-hmm. And he finds that out from the arresting officer that Monroe had he had gotten orders from Monroe Stein that they own the town and he cannot take on the Steins and there that's that's why they were looking for him and mm-hmm. to keep a lookout for a '67 Chevy Impala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get Dean going up to the estate, he kills three guys like it's nothing, literally like it's nothing, and uh, he gets into the house and a group of men pull out all their. I'm like. Oh my god, that was another one of the, ah, don't, like, run back outside. They're going to chase you. What's going to happen? I mean, there was, like, almost ten guys there pointing a gun at him. He has a lot of confidence in his mark because he knows that everybody's out for him, yet he still goes into He's, the house. That scared me, though. Like, that though, that many people, you can't, if you've got ten people on you with guns, mm. you're not going to survive that. I know. Like, did Definitely. you guys think at that point, like, what was going to happen? I thought, well, I knew they were going to, you know, capture him, mm-hmm. which is exactly what they did. Put him on the table. Um, and, uh, and then he was going to be the next stupid. doctor operation. He was going to be part of the next. <laughs> they were going to play operation on him. And I love what Dean says. He goes, 
I can't be killed. You can kill me. I'm going to come back as something so much worse that you guys, if you let me go right now, you may still have a chance of living. Hmm. Even though all I kept thinking was, okay, he's saying that, but if they did let him go, they'd all be dead. They'd all be dead anyway. But I think maybe that did... I don't know. For a second, I felt like that should have made them... Think twice. I think while he was saying that too, like he was already knowing what he was going to do was at that point. He was yeah. Which I love that. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like watching like, yeah, like a hero movie or even like, oh, what's the movie they redid? You know, Robert Downey Jr. said, oh my God, come back. Sherlock Holmes? Oh, sure. It's like, like how he's like, can be talking and he like can already plan out at the same the time what his move's going to be. I feel like that was like a little Sherlock moment for Dean. Well, he's had a lot of practice over the years too, facing a lot of these scary creatures. I mean, <laughs> and we want to see Dean succeed even though he's doing horrible things. Because normally, would you really be rooting for somebody that's like, a monster and killing people. Maybe if he was not so good looking. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds really terrible, but if Dean wasn't like Jensen Ackles or D- the Dean Chest- Dean Winchester that we have all known to love, that thousands of girls love, would we still be rooting for him? I agree. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it was some other good looking actor, I mean, would we be rooting for him? Are we rooting for him because he's been around for 10 seasons and we truly love him and know that he's doing good even though he's doing evil right And we now. have a connection to this character that we've seen go through so much and learn from it and grow from it and save Sam and all these different avenues. I was rooting for him for two different reasons. One was for Charlie to get back at these guys and two was just because these guys are crazy and if somebody had the opportunity to take them out... Take them out. Like, get these guys gone. I've never crossed my mind that, oh my god, no. He I was said, like, get them. And he had said he was going to rip out whoever's heart. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that happen. In all honesty, I really did, because I was just like... But that, how many hearts would he, he have to have ripped out? Because well, some of them have, like, four hearts. Well, exactly. Oh, <laughs> good, good point. And so we obviously seen, see Dean overtake, break the cuff off. He slits Eli's neck. Um... Wait. I love he how you wrote down the graphic. He headbutts Monroe, cuts the cuff off, slices Eli's neck, syringe in the nurse's neck, and then breaks Monroe's neck as he's choking him. And I literally wrote, wow. <laughs> point. Like, I was just... It's one of those moments where I, I had to go back and rewatch it again because I was just like, all of this just happened in 15 seconds. And I... Wow. <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. Death. Craziness. I think it was good at the little action scene. I thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. All right. Yeah. <laughs> see, it was good I to see some was, of that. I think it was a combination of the mark affecting him as well as getting revenge for Charlie. I, You know, I there's still Dean. We see Dean still. We see him, like, eating mm-hmm. and singing. And, you know, we still see those moments in the last couple of episodes. So I think it was a combination of the mark and revenge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like you said, we do root for Dean because he is bringing justice to Charlie mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. So we did want him to succeed and kill these people. My worry is that what if he didn't get everybody and there are more of his family because is this just the Shreveport, Louisiana chapter? There's, if you talk about Greek you know, sorority and fraternities, there's chapters in tons mm-hmm. of cities. So is this just one city that they're in? Are there so many more in Europe? Mm-hmm. I mean... That's the question. And are they going to now be seeking revenge against Sam and Dean and wondering where the heck that Book of the Damned is? 
Right. That's exactly what somebody else. There's got to be. I think absolutely 100. We're going to get more of a Steins next season. Someone's got to find that book. An extended Stein family tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I thought the exact same thing, and I was kind of like, I want them gone, but I love the Frankenstein story behind it. I like it, that. So Did I you guys like pick that up at all? To, like before they had it, mentioned I didn't pick it, it up till oh, now, yeah. not till because they when they were like talking about, oh, I was like, I was sitting on the couch, and I was actually watching for my mom, and I was like, oh, Frankenstein, and then like two seconds later, he's like, the family of Frankenstein. I was like, That's yeah, funny. nice. No, I so, didn't pick it up until he I liked said it. That. It was, it was a good twist. Yeah. So I, I liked could... that I got it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do really really enjoy this kind of new storyline that they bring into it and I do hope it continues with the Stein family but I I like the idea of how they've reinvented kind of that Frankenstein that they're they're their lineage is from there. They're bringing in. I think that's history. interesting. Well, they do this too. Mm-hmm. Supernatural has done this from the beginning, which you know, if we don't get to see more Frankenstein, we'll see another story. A which story, is what yeah. I love about this show. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, so we have Sam calling Rowena, saying that it didn't work, mm. and Rowena tells him to get the job done, and Cass says he still hasn't found Dean. But that Dean has killed at least a dozen people. And the DPS says that Dean is coming home. I'm a little worried because when Rowena did get that call that Crowley didn't die, she looked worried. Like, that should have worked, whatever she sent with Sam. So I'm a little worried that she's going to be reluctant to help until... If she knows that it's her powers are not as powerful against him. Or just the fact that it's not done. His end of the bargain is not done. And I feel like there's going to be a fight next episode of, like, you need to do this. Like, it's not my fault that your spell isn't working. Like, I'll find another way. Sure, whatever. But you still need to hold up your end of the bargain, too. And I think they're going to maybe argue over that a little bit. Well, maybe if they use their powers together that they can do it. I'm not sure. I think that we're going to see that it's going to be inconclusive for Sam to be able to kill Crowley. Uh, already it was going to be difficult, but with Rowena's help, we thought, you know, there could be a way or something else would arise. Maybe not kill him fully, but something could happen to Crowley. But now seeing what happened in this episode, I definitely think that it's it's not going to happen. There's not going to be a way for Sam to get back to Crowley, even going to hell, because Crowley is going to be so many more steps ahead. He is on, like, the lookout to get back to, um, back revenge on Rowena. And I think he mentioned, he was like, like, you tell her, I'm going to be coming and she won't see it. So I don't think there's any way for them to, for Sam to complete that end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be interesting then what happens for Rowena as well. That's what I'm saying. The Damned. I'm, the Damned. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering, like, is she going to be reluctant to help at first? Because she's like, well, your end isn't done. I don't know if she'll be reluctant or more giving. Because I think she's going to be kind of like, well, if I can't even do this with, like, my magic that I thought would work on him when he said um, it would work on any other demon to Sam, I think she's going to be like, well, how come my magic can't work? Like, have I lost my touch? Do I try something else? Um, I think she's going to have to maybe import some more, like, witch help. But I just don't want to see Crowley dead, so I don't yeah. think any sort of magic is going to be what does it. There's got to be a way to kill him. I don't think it's going to be the magic route. I think there's going to have to be something, and I think that everyone's going to kind of have to band together to do this, even in still Castiel's mm-hmm. help. I think the only way, and this just came to me just now, it's kind of like a, it's an early prediction. I know we normally do those at the end of the show, but I think the only way would be while she is decoding the Book of the Damned for the um, uh, Curse for the Mark of Cain to solve that, she could come across something 
that could do that to Crowley. I think that's the only way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that would that's the only way that we know of right now. That is interesting and I like that. Thank Mm you. (laughs) I do. All right. So we know Dean is coming home. We see Dean break through to get out of the house and obviously has now killed all the people that were holding guns over him. So he has killed over a dozen people and probably more. Mm-hmm. And Eldon, Cyrus, and his goon <laughs> break in to the bunker. This yes. is this break in that we see. And Eldon says, take anything interesting, burn the rest. I was mm-hmm. so upset about this. I was, I was like, I was like, they're gonna ruin it. They burn. cannot burn it. Exactly. I was like, this, this, they're gonna have to be stopped. This can't, this can't go ahead. Yeah. As much as, but I feel like that's that. That was my feeling this whole episode. They can't get Dean. Mm-hmm. Well, Dean can't kill all of them. Well, they can't burn the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Well, I literally was like, I, it's, intense is still the word of the day for a supernatural prisoner. Mm-hmm. Well, all of this information is so valuable. It's it was really scary when they were just piling it up, about to light that match. It oh, was so my close. gosh! Cyrus is reading a book called The Practitioner's Guide to Exorcism. He sees a picture of Sam and Dean, um, Bobby, have, and Bobby. We see Eldon come in, and he says, "Well, Dean has crappy taste in music." As we see a Motorhead <laughs> no. album go by, uh, he had a hot mom and loves flannel. I almost wore flannel today for Dean. Um, and then Roscoe, who played the goon, uh, comes in and he's been stabbed, obviously, by someone, which would probably be Dean. And, uh, then we see Dean walk out. Yeah. He's sore about it. Uh, is Dean sore about what happened to Charlie and she got what she deserved. What was he called? Chucky? Chucky. I was like, you're not called Charlie Chucky. Chucky. Okay. You did not do that to Felicia Day. Exactly. I was really (laughs) angry with him. Yeah, I I think Dean was really angry at that point. Um, And uh, Dean says he's killed everyone. All the extra parts that these people have. But this guy, he only got one brain. Boom. (laughs) I loved that. Literally, I I went back and watched that part again because I was like, wait. He was talking with his hand as he was doing it. And all of a sudden... It was so draw, no. <laughs> draw. It was so cool to see that, and then just, but it was instant. It was another instantaneous. Like <gasps> I liked the way it was worded. Yeah, did that, he just do that? No, yeah. that was the moment that came after. No, but I couldn't believe that he just did that. <laughs> no, I was the moment after. I was like, why'd you shove Cyrus? But see, that's what I loved about this episode is because it threw me for a loop. I did not think that these guys were going to be able to be killed that fast. I thought they were going to be bigger characters like Eldon and Eli and how strong they were. And, and Dean just I mean, it. maybe the shot, maybe a bullet does kill them. Obviously, a bullet to the brain. Probably going to die. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... I think, like you said, the next part was just the most, I think, more more upsetting was that Cyrus is pleading for his life and says he has, he doesn't want to be like this. This is not his chosen path. He's mm-hmm. not a monster. And this is where we get the juxtaposition of Dean with the Mark of Cain mm-hmm. and everything that's going on. And Dean says that there's bad in him and you can run from it, but it will always win. The mark. The mark <laughs> will always win and prevail. 
I thought he was going to spare his life at first, and I was thinking in my head, okay, great, Cyrus is going to run off, and then all of a sudden he's going to be running his own thing ten years down the road. You know, like, I thought that he would turn that. I just kept going through my head. I really didn't think that. I don't know. either. I trusted that Cyrus was a changed person, was not interested in that Mm -hmm. lifestyle, literally wanted to get away. Right now, you could tell he was so different from it. It's not like even like where you see other characters that kind of have like this storyline. And then you see like that that click. Yeah, in the eye. And then you see them turn. But you get that wink and you know while they were in for it. The fact that he had to do it could somehow just like make him a mess and maybe he didn't want to do that in the future but you know like crazy you know I don't know I just kept thinking like if he didn't kill him he would run off and cause problems in the future no matter how long down the line I just don't think with the moment we saw with the picture frame him him second guessing it him trying to grab the book him telling Eldon no don't do this I think if we hadn't seen any of that Maybe there was potential for him to go and be bad, but I really genuinely believe that he I was agree. A, He's just like like a young like, team entity of them. I and agree. Poor kid, shot too. Totally oh, terrible surprise. And then, yeah, dot dot dot. It came in threes. Honestly, in this scene, it came in threes. It came. It came oh. in threes. And then we see Dean saying that he took down a monster, or Cass says, "Yes, you took down a monster." And he says, "You murdered become him." Become the monster. You're going to become the monster. And Cass says he's his friend. Um, and Dean just goes off on his rant, which, Katie, this is what you've been worried about for the past few weeks, using this book of the damned, that magic doesn't come for free. Yeah. They have to pay in blood. And Cass says that he'll turn and everyone he loves will be long dead. That that Dean is going to turn. Everyone he loves will be long dead. And he's going to have to watch Dean Beavis monster for the rest of his life. Mm. He doesn't want to do that. And that the real Dean would never murder a kid. Yeah. Just yeah. would not do it. And we've seen him, like, be in that kind of situation, I'm sure, like, in many past seasons, mm-hmm. where they have been, like, and they kind of, like, help the kid, or they'll, they'll give them a new life, or, mm-hmm. well, you know. with Kate, too, we with Kate, saw him with, let her go. With the girl that was, that ended up being with Jody Mills that they kind of cured, that was, like, going out hunting yeah, with the vampires, okay. we saw them spare her, too. Mm. So they do spare lives, so this is clearly the mark taking over mm-hmm. to get to this point. And then this is where I, once again, was, like, gripping the table, like, this cannot be happening. And he, like, starts fighting. I just wrote bad. (laughs) Underlined exclamation point. Because Dean is beating Cass up, and Cass isn't even fighting back. He's just, like, come to it. I was like, he is not going to touch Cass. He is not going to, like, even go there. And he went there. I thought maybe (gasps) rough him up a little bit and be like, Dude, let me do what I needed to. I needed to do this. I needed to avenge Charlie's death. Yeah. I am more powerful than you. Chill out. I thought that was going to be the extent of it. Katie, what did you think? I was scared because I just know when you... Not that Cass picked a fight, but when you start a fight with Dean with this mark, like you, he just goes off and he expect? doesn't... He doesn't find... Mm-hmm. He's not himself. So he just goes off and you can't stop him. It's just really scary. And I was screaming when he was almost going to kill Cass. Yeah. I mean, that, that fight, and it just kind of kept going. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he was like, hey, are you ready for more? And he sure was. And, like, <laughs> started beating up again. And then we see him pull Cass's blade. And we see Cass is, like, literally on the floor, helpless, 
sitting there. Dean has this blade in his hand. Did you think he was going to kill Cass? Did you think that... I did. Before we saw that the blade that he, he missed and he won't spare his life next time. Did you think Cass was dead? I did because I was like, even if his vessel goes, like that body, like can't he actually essentially find another body? Or does it literally... It literally kills him, though. Yeah. Doesn't it? it kills him. Because it's blade. like the angel, angel blade. blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so... the other ones. I was like, that frenzied. I was like, oh, no, like, he should be okay even if that happens. But, no, I agree. Like, I thought it was going to happen. And then I was like, oh, my God, thank gosh it didn't. Relief. To <laughs> me, it was one of those moments that I felt like I was hung up in the air and I had no idea what just happened. And I screamed <laughs> at the TV when he put it down. I was like, can you show Cass? Can you show me what <laughs> happened, please? Like, I didn't know what to think because... I was scared that the mark really did overtake Dean too far that at much. that time. I thought because we had Charlie die last episode and now we killed off the Stein family and he's trying to kill Crowley. I was like, this is too big to happen. This right after something else happened, right mm-hmm. after we like killed some central characters that are going to control the rest of this season, the rest of next season. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, they could do it. it. It could be. And then, thank God, we saw that he he wasn't. But, uh, oh, my heart was beating. Yeah. It I was... Think, thank God he spared crazy. his life. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Obviously, Cass is an angel. He's going to forgive Sam because... He, or forgive Dean, Dean because he knows that this is the mark taking over. But... I think going forward, too, this is going to put Cass in a very different frame of mind looking at Dean because he was kind of, like, questioning Sam when Sam was, like, Dean... When they found out that Dean didn't know and he was like, well, how can Dean not know? Mm. So I think going forward, this is going to put Cass in a essentially a better frame of mind in how he can help Dean. Agreed. Yeah, he's going to look at the situation a little bit differently. And not be questioning himself mm-hmm. or Sam mm-hmm. and just be actually like, let's do it. Yeah. All right, let's jump into some predictions then for next week. <laughs> Finale next week. <laughs> Holy cow. All right, so we have Sam saying the only way to cure Dean is to get rid of the mark and Cass asking what the consequences are. Um, and it looks like a reaper. I'm not sure who that is that Sam uh, that Dean's talking to. That's death. That's, yeah. that's death. Yeah. That was death. Okay. Uh, can remove the mark on one condition, which we don't find out what it is. And it looks like Crowley, Rowena, and Cass are casting some sort of spell. But I couldn't tell, and I tried to rewind it and look at who it was. They did a flash of it, but I don't know if that was really them creating the spell or what. But predictions for the season finale, episode 23 of season 10. Predictions, Katie. Do you I want just, to start? I think it's very interesting that you know, Cass. We see him say, "What about the consequences?" Dean said that to him, so I think that he put that into his mind, and mm-hmm. that's making him think as well. I'm just really scared. I think that the mark is going to be solved. We're going to solve this issue with the book. We're going to crack the code. We're going to do the spell. But I have no idea what's going to come from it. I'm terrified. Hmm. Well, I. I don't know what to make out of this, actually. I'm going to go ahead and say that we will see a Crowley and Rowena, not necessarily a huge showdown, but we're going to get more storyline of what's going to happen, and they might leave us, I think, teetering on something to happen next season, whether it's some information Crowley's going to find out, 
or something like that. I think we're going to see the beginning of that. I think that we are not going to see a cure for the Mark of Cain in this season finale. Um, I know that they have cracked the code. I don't know if we'll even get to see what happens of them doing that. I think that will be left very open-ended. And like I think I've said previously, and we've, I think, all agreed on, we might just see, like, a flash of the eyes or, like, eyes open and be like, did it work? Did it, did it happen? Or see, like, the mark light up. That doesn't mean it's gone. Um, I think it would be really interesting if we did see Kane return since we're kind of up in the air. I think if we don't see him return, it's probably safe to say he may never return unless it's a flashback. I'm not sure there, but I think it would be nice to actually have him come back. Um, and for next season, are we doing next season predictions next we'll week? Wait for, we'll do that next week. All right, there you go. Katie, you want to add to something? I do. I'm trying to find it on Twitter right now. Um, at, let me see, your Twitter name... Ah, oh my, I'm sorry, but okay. At Lil Coyote's Rain, he's tweeting us, thank you for the tweets, is predicting that Death will be involved with this whole situation, but he's going to bring back Lucifer and Michael. Oh, and yes, I, just I saw that. that. That was amazing. I was trying to find the specific tweet. I'm sorry, I couldn't find it, but I think that's like a great prediction, and it'd be fun to, you know, turn the tables and bring them back and throw them nice into the mix. Them back. Well, and this could potentially be the black magic, mm-hmm. the bad that goes with the good. Yeah. yeah. So the compromise. There. The compromise. I do think that we're going to crack the code and the mark. Mm-hmm. I believe that we're going to we're going to get the spell for the mark, and what they're going to do is they're going to leave us hanging on what the black magic does to Sam. Yeah. It's going to reflect on Sam. And that's where they're going to leave us. Like we saw last season with the flash of the eyes from Dean. This season, we're going to we're gonna get this mark figured out. It won't be gone. We'll get it figured out. And the black magic is going to be what affects Sam and goes bad for Sam. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because here's the thing. We need to figure out this mark because it's been this entire season mm-hmm. and even part of last season. And it's like, I want some kind of a resolution regardless if it sends us into something else. I just want this whole situation over. And if we solve a little bit about the mark and start with black magic with something bad happening to Sam or Sam having to deal with Michael and Lucifer or something, that leads up a whole new season mm-hmm. of stuff going on. In addition to Crowley and Rowena, their relationship, what's going to happen between them? Because mm-hmm. are they going to be working together to help get rid of the mark? Or are they going to be against each other? You know, and the black magic leading to the Grand Coven, or mm-hmm. you know, all of that. There's yeah, a lot of stuff to explore. So I, I, I'm hoping we get some sort of closure on the mark. I don't think it's going to be complete closure, but I, I hope that we get something from it. But I feel like we're going to end on a really rough yes. note again. All I can say is let's so. buckle up for the season finale. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Buckle up, <laughs> supernatural fans. All right. Well, I think we have literally covered this episode and are so excited for next week's season finale. Uh, Katie, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I do a weekly vlog. And Michaela, where can they find you? Thank you, Lindsay. You guys can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips and on Instagram at Michaela Phillips. And this is Lindsay Wagner here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com, and Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. for Real Housewives of New York. And next week, 10 o'clock live. We may be a little early, but 10 o'clock for sure. We will be here. 
talking all about Supernatural, the season finale. Hashtag us with ABTV Supernatural. If you guys want to join in on our conversation, send us your predictions for next week. Thank you guys so much for tweeting us. I love reading everyone's predictions Mm -hmm. and comments and everything on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for being involved, and we will see you all next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.